Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Uh, we apologize for audio difficulty. It wasn't you. We fixed it. We appreciate you being patient and tolerant with us. Austin's learning as we go. That's how we Slowly do Surely right now, surely by tomorrow. Yeah, Austin, look, I'm not mad at you at all, bro. Keep keep, keep grinding. <laughs> keep grinding. We appreciate it. Again, 402-464-5685. We appreciate you guys hanging out. And hanging through, greatly appreciate it. I asked before the break, ask Jake, Jay, if he could tell us who's next, right? Because I, I, I think folks would lose a lot of money by wagering that TCU would come back and end up in the Final Four out of the top twelve teams. I, I they could make the playoffs, but I'm not sure they yeah. they they reach the the Final Four version of it. Alabama and Georgia, people would pretty much pencil them in. Matter of fact, they draw it in Sharpie, right? Yeah, they're that, they're there. I would say. One Big Ten team, probably Ohio State, yeah. because of Michigan's turmoil, and then one, either ACC, Pac-12, or independent, or somebody outside of that. I envision Clemson making some sort of comeback, but I got to see Clemson for whatever reason. Well, who's going to quarterback? They got that freshman quarterback. Um, Do we Dabo, bet on him, though? Do you bet? Dabo do, is. Yeah, and they and they have a, they have the market cornered with the ACC. I mean, they do. I mean, let's be honest. They they had a down year in one. You don't think games. Carolina has a real shot to kind of upgrade and if their defense gets better? But Clemson's defense is always going to be pretty salty. Yeah. Um, now they lose a lot on defense this year, but they probably have guys behind them. Okay, I don't know. It, it's interesting to see who the next team is or TCU. Um, you'd like the next team to be somewhat sustainable. Like that's going to be constant competition outside of the Big Ten in the SEC. So now, Pac-12, you yeah, got a couple I mean, of- I, the first team that you would – first teams that just comes to mind that can make – especially when they go to 12, that could cause a lot of problems. You think just, just off the top of your head is LSU, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Resources both financially and what they have as far as, you know, NIL and all the other yep. stuff. And – the plethora of talent in their homegrown states and tradition and name brand and power. Yep. So if they ever could get it together, especially Texas A&M in particular, Texas A&M um, with Jimbo Fisher, he's been in Nick Saban's, he's, you know, he's been in, you know, he coached with Nick Saban. He's won national championships with Saban and on his own. He's done it before. He's taken every team down to the wire. They need to get their kind of, business in order in their locker room right and so they went the nil way right whether they want to admit it or not and then you had a lot of guys showing up with some entitlement mm-hmm. well georgia did it a little different they did nil but it wasn't on the forefront and he and they made sure the work came before the pay and now you're seeing the fruits of their labor and so if if texas a&m has learned anything work production before you start talking about nil they will come develop the guys you got. You will be fine. Will they listen? Will those players listen now because they didn't get the success that they thought they were? I think if to there's ever the if there's ever a time that that you have their attention is because they have egg on their face. They mm. flat out choked this yeah. year. They did, right? and they, so, and they so, have so as much. Off season should be pretty amazing if you're an Aggie, right? They got well. They got to do some internal 
looks both in their coaching staff or whatever and they have a they have a really good coaching staff as far as Jimbo and then some young and upcoming guys recruiters and and developers so they need to do that um they need to find a way to get everybody's attention um start from scratch but they have a ton of talent man I mean they do when you watch them against Bama and you watch them play this year there was no difference I mean it's just it's just it's not um it just is like you could have the players without the uniform swap locker rooms and, and it would just be yeah. the same result as last yeah. night and so um they're right there but it's 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 just different and Georgia's run on run right now and and uh you know it'll be interesting to see what Georgia does without Bennett here's here's a text question what group of five do you see making noise in the expanded playoffs ooh so that'd be like North Dakota, South Dakota. Somebody, no, not even that deep. You could go Cincinnati. No, you could go. Not two years. Yeah, not not for two years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be, I don't I don't know anybody offhand that I think would really cause some noise. Tulane at the group of five. Yeah, they're staying. Tulane. Yeah, I can see maybe like a Tulane. I don't know how. Three years ago, with with Herman there, I would have said Houston. But here's a weird one. What about James Madison? That's a championship caliber FCS program. Yeah. Just Dom- went eight and three. If you're yeah. going to say you're James one. Madison, I would say Old Dominion. They beat Vatek a couple times. Yeah. What? Well, but Old Dominion produces tons of tons of NFL dudes now. Yeah. They do, and they're there in Hampton, Virginia Beach, where you talk about just all the skill position talent in the world. Yeah, yeah, all every you runner. You have to get somebody like that where it's gonna, it's a senior laden team. And they, they, both both of them have championship mentalities, and both the thing with Old Dominion and James Madison, they're both physical, yeah, in their you know leagues, and so they can kind of, and they can you know they can and then what people don't understand when you're thinking about group of five, FBF, SCS, when you're out there on the skill, there's not much difference. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I mean, within reason, now. It's, I mean, it's 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 an it's, inch in it's, size, it's, 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 a, it's a, a tenth of a second in the forty. Not even that. You you got guys. A lot of those guys can run, and they end up being better players. I, I, you want know a funny thing? There's people. There's there's guys down at, at Carney that are better than dudes here that work harder. But the difference is the lines, mm. the line of scrimmage. So it, it's styles make fights, and if they have a special player at quarterback, a special player at a skill position, same with defense, and they catch a team sleeping, slip or you know sleep, sleeping. Michigan. They can. <laughs> they can. They can, uh, they can beat you, and 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 so. I imagine somebody like that, but it's got to be a senior laden team. You you think of like an Arkansas State or somebody where they somebody that loads up Troy, it, some Troy where Troy Troy, Troy a few years ago yeah Troy a few years ago they weren't that Southern far away Louisiana Tech like yeah where uh, they can, tends to tends to the raging Cajuns tend to recruit a lot of that, second level guys who have academic issue score points mm. like a like a Arkansas State like you know when Jacksonville uh, State went in there to Florida State and beat teams that can answer you that have a scheme and have the speed so it doesn't matter about the line. They're getting the ball out quick. They're making you miss. Boom, we're just eating up yards. So they're kind of always putting the pressure on you. Then you don't score. They make an interception because what people don't understand, once they have good skill positions on offense, they got it on defense. So then when you try to match it score for score, now they're now you're playing their game. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, those teams will be, you know, ones where you see like in the maybe the first round, like you'll see a couple upsets. But – the teams that are ready made, like the Georgias and them, they'll be well prepared for them. But you know, a team like a Michigan or a 
say, a Florida State or like a USC that comes in and plays a team like that, trouble. They, they, they'll be in trouble. Because they, they don't stick to what they do well. Right. And that's always problematic in those situations. And again, Michigan, I mean, they had App State go in their big house and run them out even right. before NIL and transfer and well, all those things. Well, they had what they, uh, North Carolina and uh, App State went, what, it was 16? It was like 61-62. Amen. So they could score with the best. Yeah. With a Heisman Trophy quarterback or Heisman candidate. Those are the folks who they have the athletes who didn't have the academic commitment. That's who ends up at App State. And those are dudes with a chip on the shoulder. Big and chip. so those dudes show up because they, they've been hanging with the Virginia Tech dudes. They've been hanging with the North Carolina dudes and the NC State dudes, and they're mad. They're angry, and they're ready to show up. So we'll, we'll throw it a break here. We'll come back with the first uh, – we'll close out the first hour. Uh, Jay, I'm going to ask you, I mean, the, the playoff system changes. Twelve teams will make it. What? How will this affect this tournament? How will it affect the playoffs? Will it be better? Will there be more upsets? Will there be more blowouts? How do you describe it? We'll get Jay's answer on what it means to have 12 teams in the playoffs when we come back. 